0: This class is L'schus Nasin Ben Chava. The title of this class is Our Veggie Bug Buddies Part 1. This class is solely intended for educational purposes. It does not in any way replace a Arav. Any questions regarding your kashva standards should be discussed with your Arav. So when it comes to Bugs in produce, although all fruits and vegetables are inherently kosher, but many times there can be insects, tehelaim, that could be found in produce and fruits or vegetables, and these insects are definitely, absolutely, us or forbidden to eat. This iser is a is a minatoira, it's a biblical prohibition. Eating an insect, a person can get either four, five, or six lavim. You could transgress four, five, or six prohibitions in the Torah just by eating one insect. When it comes to eating something not kosher, like a piece of ham, chazer, for example, then a person needs to, if a person eats one ounce, then they get one, Transgression, one prohibition, one lav for every ounce. When it comes to a bug, you can get four, five, or six lavim transgressions for eating one bug. So therefore, it's an extremely severe iser, and uh, someone has to be extremely careful with it in order to keep the to kosher 100%. It's brought down in many svarim that the tumour, the impurity that comes down on a person by eating bugs is extremely strong impurity and uh, a person has to be extremely careful to not consume bugs. Now, although there's a concept in halacha that something becomes batul, b'shishim, something can become nullified if there's 60 times more of a kosher thing corresponding to this one part that's not kosher, that's not the case by bugs. Even the smallest minuscule bug... Is not buttol in something even a thousand times more than the bug, as long as this bug is complete and is an entire entity. The reason for that is because in halacha there's a concept that a barrier, that a entity, does not become buttol even in a thousand. Can never become nullified because it's it's an entity on its own, and cannot just get blended in even if it's in a thousand a thousand times more. Than the bug, it still stands out as an independent thing and cannot become bottle. Therefore, even if someone has a huge lettuce, a huge salad full of lettuce and other things, if there is one bug in there, when they come to that bug, that bug is is prohibited, is usser, and cannot become bottle. If the bug, however, gets cut up or broken up into pieces, then it loses its status as a barrier of an of a, being an individual bug and then it does become battle. we'll discuss this in detail in a different class what size does the bug have to be in order to be prohibited so just like all this is surim and the Torah everything that was told to us in the Torah that's us it's only something that the n- naked eye of a human being can, can see the Torah was not given to malachim it was not given to angels it was given to us human beings and therefore whatever I our, our, can see is what is prohibited to us. And therefore, if someone can't see a bug, then they, they there's no issue with that bug. However, the question is, what does it mean seeing? If someone takes a pen and makes the smallest mark on a piece of paper, the small dot on, on a piece of paper, you see that dot. So sometimes a bug could be that size of a small dot. So in such a case, do you are, do, are you is that does that bug become now usser How much do you have to be able to recognize a bug to consider it usser that you're not allowed to eat it. So the general accepted opinion is that as long as you can see that it's a bug, even if it's very 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 small, if you're able to see that it's a bug, then it's it's forbidden for, for you to eat it. So one example could be if it's walking around, even if it's the smallest speck. If you see a small speck walking around, you know it's a bug, and that becomes obviously forbidden. If you see legs, or if you see, see wings, or if you see features of a bug, that obviously will be make it prohibited. However, if it's not moving around, and you don't see legs, you don't see wings, you just see a small speck, and there's no way to tell with your eye that it's a bug, it's acceptable, and you don't have to get rid of it. Now, does one have to use a magnifying glass? No, you don't have to use a magnifying glass, because that's already using something that's beyond the naked eye, and you don't need to. A magnifying glass sometimes could help you, it can make checking easier and quicker. So if you're using a magnifying glass to make checking quicker and easier instead of squinting for a long time and trying to see it, then you could use it to make things easier and quicker, but it's not necessary. If you don't. If the spec doesn't look like a bug to you, you don't need to take a magnifying glass to check and see if it is considered a bug or not. Now, some people can have better vision than others. So someone who has better vision for his own self definitely needs to um, get rid of anything that looks like a bug to him. Someone who has poorer vision, and they can't see for them that speck doesn't look like anything. So the person's poorer vision, it's okay for him to eat what he sees that that doesn't look like a bug, because it goes by each person's vision. Obviously, when you're responsible for uh, the public, then you have to be able to be checking according to the best vision possible. That's why meshkichim who are checking are checking for all people for people that are going to be eating it that have all different types of standards of vision. Should be should be very well trained and should have a pr- proper eye that catches basically anything that's uh, seen to the naked eye of a trained person, because they are taking responsibility for many types of people. Some people that have very good vision, very sharp vision, and for those people it could be a problem if there is a, a bug that's not taken care of that they would have been able to see. So now that we spoke about the severity of the iser and that the bug does not become bottle, and uh, what size the bug is. Do we have an obligation to check our produce? Yes, there's a prohibition if one eats. There's an if one eats a bug. How about, is there an obligation, a chiyuv, to check your produce? So in halacha, there are three categories. There is something called mukhzak something that definitely is infested. There's another concept of mute hamatsui, that's something that's commonly infested. And then there's mute inamatsui, something that's not commonly infested. So something that is mukhzak betulayim, that's definitely infested, the definition of that is that over 51% chance, there's a 51% chance or it's 51% common to find bugs in this produce, and therefore a person m- must check this produce, there's a biblical obligation, since there's a 51% chance that there's a bug in this produce, that's considered already definitely infested, and there's a biblical obligation to check this, and if someone did not check it, even if there was no bugs in this produce, they actually they, they they transgressed since they did not check it and they had an obligation to check it so it's not considered as if they ate bugs but they were negligent in doing their obligation of checking which is which was a biblical obligation then if something is not so infested that there's a 51% chance there's something called commonly infested the Tamatsui. in such a case you have a rabbinical obligation to check the produce so what does miutamatzui mean, what does it mean that something is commonly infested, so there are three approaches in to what that means, one opinion is that miutamatzui is produce that is close to 50% chance of infestation so if there's a close, ch- close to 50% chance of infestation, then, even though it's not 51%, which that would be already a chiyuv Minateira to check, but it's, it's close to 50%, that's a chiyuv midrabanah to check. But that is not the commonly followed uh, opinion. There's another opinion of the Mishkanes Yaakov that uh, as, as if there's a 10% chance of infestation, then, already, there's a human medirabana, that's called miyotamatsui, and there's a human for a person to check, and that is generally the accepted opinion, just, there's different ways to understand how to measure this 10%, it's a very complex sugya, complex sugya, uh, which we might cover a different time. The third approach to miyotamatsui is that, is it something usual to find an insect in this produce Or is it considered something out of the norm to find insects in this produce? So for example, to find an insect in lettuce, would it surprise someone if they find an insect? Or would it not be surprising? So if it's not surprising, that already means it's common enough that it's not surprising. That's already called Miyatsamatsu. However, if someone would find a worm in a cucumber or tomato, that's already more of a surprising thing, and that, that, therefore that's already it means that it is not commonly infested and therefore you don't have to check and that's why some produce you do have to check and you have a chiy of to check some produce you have a chiy of to check and some produce you don't have to check at all although you will find people, someone that will find a worm in a cucumber or a tomato or a pepper but that's not considered common enough that you have any obligation to check and you could eat it without checking it. And even if there was an insect in that pepper or whatever you ended up eating, and you didn't see it, you did your part, and you didn't have to check it, and you did exactly just that, you didn't check it, and since you had no intention to eat it, and you did your due diligence, there's no issue, you don't get any ISR in such a case. Now, the only way to know... That it's common for fruit or vegetable to have bugs, or uncommon, should you be surprised if you find a bug or not? A regular layperson is not involved enough in research of the bugs in produce and the advancement and how things are and how things are changing. So, if someone is not educated in that matter and is not continuously being updated in that field, they may seem like a shocker, like, wow, really, do, do strawberries have bugs? I just found a bug my like strawberry, that's a shock, that's shocking. But really it's not shocking, because if they were educated at what's being found, that's considered totally normal, and uh, uh, strawberries, for example, are commonly infested. So obviously, to gauge, you know, if something is expected to be, or is commonly infested, doesn't go by... Someone's uh, own perception. It goes by those that are in the field, which are kashrus agencies that are continuously looking into this and and you know, deciding if such a thing is a mutamatzu or not, and the, the chances that it'll have, and based on different calculations. And obviously, sometimes during the, during the year, or certain seasons, certain things could be more infested than other seasons. So it's always good to be in touch with a kashrus organization. And how to go about, what should be looked out for, what things need to check, if things change or not, and because things are changing a lot. So the next, which leads us to the next big question, is what changed? Many people for many years have been keeping kosher and they say that they're, they learned in their homes how to keep kosher and their mother never brought up so many bug issues and their grandmother never had so many bug issues. What's happening suddenly that so many books are coming out and pamphlets, and there seems to be so many, so many things with bug issues? So in truth, first of all, the things with bug issues are already brought up in Mishnayos and Gemara and the Rambam, Shulchan Aruch, and its commentaries. There's many, many details on bug infestation and how to check and which which things have problems and which things don't and depending on the generation depending on the time and the place in the, in the world and the country of location each commenta- other commentaries each have different fruits or vegetables that they say are issues said so something that was always around and uh, that there is such a concept but what changed lately that there's been much more infestation and much more produce than before comes from two things the so first of all about 20 years ago or more the FDA came out and prohibited farms from using a certain chemical that they were using to kill bugs which is called DDT. The reason why they prohibited this use is because they realized that it actually is something that's causing Yanomakhla uh, cancer and therefore they prohibited this spray, this pesticide was extremely strong and killed out basically almost all the bugs and produced very clean produce. So for many years that's what was used and the insect issue was not as common. However, once it stopped being used, the insect issue became much stronger. Not only that, the bugs that were around now are extremely strong bugs because they survived the previous insecticides and they're still around. So now the weaker pesticides, for sure, is not is going you know, to get rid of them. Obviously it gets rid of them to a certain extent, but uh, the, they are definitely going to be a much stronger chance now to have bugs, and there's much more bugs. As well as the fact that there's now produce coming from all around the world and from different countries and continents and all that is bringing other bugs from other places, and, and all that is basically causing that there's a much higher infestation rate today. For sure, organic produce someone has to be extra careful with because they use even less pesticides and more natural stuff, and uh, which kills obviously much less bugs. Now, since these bugs are sometimes very small, you have to know what you're looking for, and it's not always going to be obvious big black fly. It could be very small, light green, something that camouflages right into the leaf or vegetable or fruit. So one has to be educated what they're looking for and how to look for it, which is what we'll be covering in these classes, what to look out for, and the methods with which to wash, and the methods with, and how to check. And the future classes will be covering these different topics in more detail, Be'ezus Hashem.